0: Wait, you can hear me. Yeah. Say something. That's
1: not the problem. I, <laughs> I have to hear you. I have always been what able to hell? hear you.
0: Wait. I mean, I could just do a monologue for this episode. <laughs> I mean
1: I want to give you instructions, but I know that you no, can't I'm hear me. I'm not gonna me. ring lips. What are you saying? Okay. Read my lips. <laughs>
0: Welcome back to another week, y'all. Whoever's listening along, love to have you. (laughs)
1: Um, Okay, so I still can't see your face because we still don't have Wi-Fi. How many weeks are we going to be doing this?
0: It's really uh, getting exhausting here, guys. I wish actually, I should take a picture of myself. I'm um, in a sports bra <laughs> in my sunroom where I pick up my neighbor's Wi-Fi and we don't have AC because it's Germany and they believe in global warming. So right. <laughs> I mean, is that the reason? I I don't know. Actually, the reason I even said that is Michael was recently at something and a German guy had been in the States and he had said he'd gone to some conference and it was in a huge building and they turned on the AC for the whole building just for this one little room. And he said to his American friend, wow, you guys just really don't care about global warming, huh? Oh, fascinating. So I don't know. I mean, yeah, I actually don't know. And I think logistically with the houses and stuff, they're just not in place I don't know but it's I know. kind of a known thing across germany and it takes some getting used to on these hot days so
1: here i am sweating away yeah i always assumed cuz it's very european thing like i yeah whenever i travel to europe i always have to like check the Airbnbs or check the hotels to make sure they have. And I kind of thought it was more just, yeah, kind of, I guess infrastructure isn't the right word, but the buildings, they aren't built for it. And then with climate change, I feel like a lot of these countries are just hotter and now require it and they aren't set up to do that. It's kind of like LA. A lot of buildings in LA still don't have air conditioning. And now- they have these record heat waves and people are like scrambling.
0: Yeah, that's tough. So we're getting used to it. It doesn't help that I also just left Ikea with my friend Kat and our five oh, children.
1: Oh my gosh. I <laughs> honestly can't think of anything more stressful.
0: I mean, we got lost in Ikea ended up having to go the wrong direction for like three no, minutes. You're
1: those people. Every,
0: everybody hates us. We're pretty sure an elderly German woman told us we were being loud and it was she was not happy with us. But uh, we did leave with about $100 worth of stuffed animals. Uh, which we then carried on the train station so hilarious anyway that's what's up with me right now but okay I've been dying to talk to you because I have something that I've wanted to dissect with you that I feel like we've talked about a lot in the past and now that we do have some uh Audience. I want to know if this is a universal thing, Perfect. a me and you thing, yep. whatever. Okay. So, this is how it goes. Basically, the backup is that Michael started work and very happy for him, mm-hmm. but it has left me alone at mm-hmm. home with all three children all day, every day um, in a foreign country, yeah. sometimes with a lot of rain and also no Wi Fi, you know? So, it's trapped. Been challenging. <laughs> yes, trapped. So we've been getting out every day. We've been using the public transit. It's been great, but it's been very Mm -hmm. stressful. So anyway, that's just kind of the backstory of where my mindset is at when these little scenarios are happening. So scenario one, I go to a grocery store with my friend Kat. Okay, my friend Kat is the one... I have not followed back on, but she's the one from Houston at oh, the Houston right. family. Okay. I never circled back on that, but they are awesome. We love them. They're so fun to hang out right. with and we've been very grateful to have them here. So her and I have been hanging out. Thank along. God for Kat. Oh my gosh. Right. We've been taking the world by storm together and enduring. So anyway, we were at a grocery store together. We were just going to get the kids some drinks and snacks. We were going to get some wine. And I don't know what happened, but it was like we stepped in those doors and our kids became crazy people. Oh God. And just became loud, wanting to buy everything. I mean, my kids have been in a grocery store here now many, many times. It's not like it was their first time, but they were just being so loud. And then we get to the checkout they're begging to buy stuff. I'm like, what is happening right now? So I am sweating, as I always do now in the checkout lines. Mm-hmm. And I am trying to pay and I realized that there's two German women behind me in line. And they're kind of like whispering to each other mm-hmm. and snickering, just looking at me laughing. Ugh. And then they looked at the checkout lady, and she starts laughing. And I don't know. I don't know what happened to my brain. But I basically snapped <laughs> and was like, Oh, God,
1: I know that we're ridiculous, but we're doing our best. And then like grabbed my things and ran out. I get it. (sighs) You're kind of being publicly shamed. Publicly shamed. I just feel like I, I later
0: realized why was I so stressed in that moment? Why do I care what people think about me? But what I realized is they made me feel dumb. Yeah. And it really was like, they were looking at me and laughing at my face. Mm -hmm. And so all that to say, it was like a few days later, Michael is off for the weekend. We're going to head out of town to this nearby city and explore blah, blah, blah. And we are walking to the train station. And he asked me a very normal question, which was, you have the boys train passes, right? And in my brain, once again, just went to you're dumb. You're incapable of thinking of these things. And I also was like, I have been with them for the last week, carting them all over the city. How dare you question that I have the train passes, which really he was just double checking. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. But it started, it sent me on this whole thought process this week where, I mean, I've been laying awake at night. Like, how do I find a German therapist? Because I just know that this has always been Mm -hmm. a thread for me of feeling dumb is such yeah. a trigger. Feeling incapable is such a trigger. Mm-hmm. Is this a woman thing? Is this just a universal
1: thing? What is it? I mean, I do think that traditionally we have been taught yeah. that men are smarter than women. And so I I think society obviously has made a lot of strides and, you know, I mean, now we're at the place where women have more undergraduate degrees, they have more graduate degrees, more single women own homes than single men. Like we've made a lot of strides as society, but I do feel like there's still this element of like Mm -hmm. patting us on the head and saying like your job here is to be like cute and pretty and sweet and not take up too much space and don't worry like you don't have to be the brains of this operation like there's still a thread of that I mean that's kind of what the Barbie movie touched on too like okay obviously that is resonating with a lot of people since it's breaking all the box office records so no I don't think you're alone in that and I also think of course you're going to feel dumb sometimes because you're in a new environment so there's a lot of opportunities opportunities for you to not know something.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think the difference has been where I question if that had been Michael in the grocery store, A, would those women have laughed Mm. and B, would he have cared? Like he just has a different kind of confidence of not letting people's opinions matter or, or they wouldn't do it in the first place or his role and place in society is not Dependent on these women's opinions. I don't know. It's such a weird thing to think through, but it's, I can't stop thinking about it. I'm like, why do I constantly feel dumb? And he's just so, this is part of the learning process and it's not a reflection of who I am. Yeah.
1: I mean, I do think Michael's personality is very different than yours. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm trying to parse out if it's a, you know, gender thing. But I do think, well, first of all, in the grocery store, no, they wouldn't have been laughing at him. They would have been praising him for being an involved dad and taking right. his kids to the grocery store. So like, right. you know, already I feel like everything that we do is kind of ready to be knocked down or looked at negatively. And then when men or fathers are doing those exact same things, then they're praised for it. You know, like, I feel like sometimes we're set up to fail and how do we not internalize that? That's I the know. question.
0: How do I not let it be mm-hmm. this trigger that ruins that moment for me and really brings out the yeah. worst of me? And yeah, Yeah, how do I not let it defy me? Like We are trained to let it define us. That's what society has told us Mm -hmm. is our identity is look this way, like you said, be this way, look this way, act this way. And I've never been a stereotypical female in that way. I also think too, Mm -hmm. sometimes having brothers, I have three brothers, you have one, no sisters for either of us, always kind of compared a little bit or just up against men, our whole lives, boys and, you know, our whole lives. So could that also have something to do with it? I don't know. It's such an interesting thing. And I know that it's not something we can solve in one conversation, but it's something that is really mm-hmm. highlighted in my life right now as I feel dumb and everything I do. And then it's infuriating to have my husband next to me who, yeah, like you said, is praised for these same exact
1: things that I'm being shamed for. Ugh. Being a woman is hard. It is very hard. It's also, <laughs> we're not saying the F word on this podcast, right? <laughs> it's also the best, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Sometimes I'm just like, I am so obsessed with all the women in my life and I just cannot believe how interesting and funny and smart and resourceful all of these women are and that really will send me into a rage where I'm like y'all don't think that these women are smarter than some of these jabronis out here like you gotta be freaking kidding me it makes me so angry anyway there is a part in the Barbie movie okay which all Also, I like kind of downplayed the Barbie movie in one of our episodes. And then since then, I've been thinking about it more. And I saw this TikTok that was like basically a rebuttal to my argument. And she was basically saying, you're not supposed to be learning something for the first time. Because that's kind of what I was saying to you. Like, I don't know. It wasn't like new ideas. She was like, you're supposed to be having empathy for watching the characters learn this for the first time and have these realizations and be brought back to the moment where you realize that the world wasn't made for you, that the systems weren't set up for you. And I was like, oh my God. God. So now I want to see it again, and I really appreciated that take. And I was like, that is true. Okay, well, you have to send me that, and sounds like it's right in line with how I'm feeling, yes. so
0: can't wait to see it. I'm planning to go with some of my JFK Frau frow, frow and the girls
1: from the school. Oh my gosh, I love it. Um, But also, you're not dumb. I mean, I don't think you need me to say that, but you're not dumb. You're really smart. You're really resourceful. No, you can always say that. Could you say
0: it a couple more
1: times, like in slow mode? <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. I know, but... <laughs> You're in a new country You're learning new things Of course there's going to be moments of Why don't I know how to do this But yeah, you're not dumb You're brilliant And I'm obsessed with you Well, oh, thanks Do you feel
0: like on this topic Can you name certain things from your childhood Where you can remember feeling dumb Or is that just a me thing? Oh, no, absolutely I mean, the story I come up with immediately Is when I was I probably was about 13 My family went on a road trip And I was keeping a diary Or a journal of mm-hmm. our experience Which, God, I would pay money to read that now But
1: Anyway, oh my God, I know. Can we find it and do a live reading on the podcast?
0: That'll be for our extra episode, bonus episodes at some point. Um, but I remember one of my brothers, whom I shall not name, read part of my journal and I had spelled orange juice wrong because I spelled it O-R-A-N-J-E, like O-J. But so, so silly, but I remember him showing my other brothers and them all laughing at me mm. and just feeling so dumb and so embarrassed. And so once again, with the brother thing, and I don't want to throw my brothers under the bus. I have three brothers they're amazing. I love them. But I definitely feel like a lot of the kind of nitpicky sarcasm, little innocent bullying That happened within the family did leave some marks on me to the point that when I was in nursing school Mm -hmm. and I was doing really well, got great grades. It was the first time in my life I was like, I think I'm smart. This is wild. I think I'm smart, Mm -hmm. even though I'd always gotten good grades, I'd always done well in school. But it was this sudden proof or something that I could be good at something. How odd! It's so odd. So that's just where I'm so fascinated by this whole thing and
1: what is telling us that and making us believe. Believe it, you know? I know. Because I'm like, yeah, if you took a poll of the United States, I don't think that there's a lot of guys out there being like, I feel dumb. Right. I think most of them are like, I'm a genius actually. And we know that's not true. So but that gets them
0: somewhere. I that know. false confidence. Yes. That gets them somewhere. Oh, definitely so does. why
1: can't I tap into that a little bit? I know. I mean, that is one thing I've really had to learn working in corporate America. I mean, it's wild, especially at the higher I move up in my job. I'm like, okay, cool. So people, you know, I'm surrounded by smart people, but it's that doesn't mean that everyone knows exactly what to do in every circumstance or they know the exact right answer to every problem. It's just make a decision that you think is good based on the information you have at the time and be confident about your decision. Fascinating.
0: I love it. I actually I love it. If people could just be a little more vulnerable about that, so I
1: don't feel so alone, that'd be great. But I know, I know, but you know, I've had my like delusional confidence has been my yeah theme of the summer. Which is really getting you somewhere though. It really has. It's been paying some dividends. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh Oh, but what else is going on this is we're, we're dragging on about <laughs> boring stuff what's something oh fun that's going
1: on right oh now oh my gosh okay oh this is silly but this really gives a window into the way that my psychotic brain works so Casey that I talked about on some episode one of my very best friends who moved in next door she's getting married and I'm a bridesmaid and she is very kind and sweet because we've both been in a million weddings I think we've been like 12 or 13 weddings and you know sometimes it's tough to fit into a dress that someone else has chosen everyone's body is really different and sizing is hard so she was like everyone just wear whatever dress they want to wear I don't care I want you to feel pretty I want you to wear it again I don't want you to buy some expensive thing you're only going to wear once like fun make it a bright color go crazy that's also so her just a bunch of bright colors
0: I love that
1: I know yes and just like very thoughtful um so my problem is when I have no container then I can't make any decisions right but I have ordered uh four thousand dollars worth of dresses <laughs> All returnable, obviously. And I, um, yeah, I just have not been able to make any decisions for the past like month, but I've whittled it down to two dresses. One is very casey. It's so fun. It's this beautiful, bright pink dress, but it needed some alterations. It was a little bit too long. I needed the arms let out a little bit. And then the other problem is that it's like a slip dress with an overlay. It's see-through. The whole thing is see-through. So I know I put it on. It's gorgeous. And I have to wear it this dress I have to wear it there's no other option it's the most KCOF dress I've ever seen it's so fun but I need to solve for the alterations I also need to solve for being able to see my nipples through it so I have been ordering every kind of Spanx, Skims, um, like strapless bras, clear strap bras, nipple covers, sticky boobs you name it we're doing oh it gosh. boob tape Amazing. if we have any male listeners Did you even know that there were this many different ways to like cover up your boobs and dresses? No, you didn't. But um, so anyway, I took it to one alterations place and they said the fabric was too delicate and they couldn't do it. So I almost had a breakdown. And then I went to another alterations place and they're like, yeah, no problem. So that made me a little nervous, like the jumping from one extreme to another. But I'm picking it up soon. Hopefully the alterations work. And then I'm going to solve for the naked problem. But we'll see. TBD.
0: Oh my God. I can't wait to see. It sounds very Casey and it sounds like it's going to be gorgeous. And it's pink, it's bright pink. It just goes online with all the things we've been talking about. I know. Andrew and your hot girl summer. I love it. Hot girl summer, Barbie core summer and Casey Oak summer. That is, it's all, it's all too much. I can't wait to say it. I know. I know. So that's a silly thing that's been going on. What about you? Um, Let's see. Okay. Now that we're talking about women, I have to share this story because talk about being obsessed with being a woman. I finally got a day out the other day with uh, my friend Kat and some of the other mm-hmm girls from so so the teacher group at michael school is a lot of women and or spouses of the husbands whatever it's a bunch of women so we decided we were going to do a Frau day out so women day out (laughs) and Mm -hmm. we went to this giant flea market because on sundays everything is closed here basically even ikea is closed so in the ikea parking lot they put on a huge flea market i found some awesome clothes for like one euro each and a few little things i got some dvds so my kids could. watch DVD since we still don't have Wi Fi. Amazing. And you have a DVD player? It was yes, we have a DVD player. We didn't even realize so that was great. And then we went to this little brewery that was so cool. And we ended up sitting outside one of the girls had gotten a little car drinking game at the brew or at the flea market. And we just drank and played this game and we're silly Mm. and we're dancing and doing push ups and all the things that the game presses you to do. (laughs) asking people for their
1: phone numbers, like just being silly women. Classic ladies day out, drinking, dancing, and (laughs) pushups.
0: Yes, right? It was so fun though. And we laughed so hard. And I just thought, Honestly, I came home that day and thought, "I love being a woman." I, I mean, men would go out to a bar and they might have fun. They don't laugh as hard as us. There's no, no way they do. They we have such a that. different kind of bond and energy. Not that we're anti-men, by the way. I think no, uh, not at all. We love them too much. There's going to be at least one or one or two male listeners, but um, it was so fun. So that also was my first time away from my kids in two, three weeks, and just real refreshing for yeah, me. I have a meal without someone asking for something. It was just so refreshing and also made me feel like I have friends here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have friends here. This is so cool. So actually we're all talking about going to see the Barbie movie together. i yes. have got a few birthdays coming up within the group that we're going to celebrate together. So I am very
1: grateful and excited about Ugh. that. So that was really fun. I love that. Do you feel like there's a side of you that you were like, oh, this side of me hasn't been tapped into since I've been in Germany. Like, thank God I still have this fun, silly Absolutely. friend. Absolutely. I even Taylor said that to them that day. I
0: was like, y'all are about to get to know mm. a new version of me because I mean, I feel like oh. I'm still fun and great to be around, you know, good hand yeah. even with my kids there, but I'm always half there. You know, it's like, I'm still having to be attentive to my children. And so this was just slow mm. stress, Free and fancy Taylor and touchy Taylor because I was tipsy. It was just so fun. Love it. <laughs> so that was great. Oh my but. gosh! And to just give your brain a break. Yeah, I'm about to get a lot more of that now when school starts. That's but true. Oh, The countdown is, is on. So. Anyway, okay, but um, we're running long. I do you know.
1: have a hyperfixation that you want to share this week? Okay, I do, and I feel a little guilty of, that this is my hyperfixation. If I'm gonna be honest, because okay. it's about someone's divorce, and I'm like, I, hey, yeah, I don't, I'm not like, ooh, fun gossip, you know. But so Sophia Bush of One Tree Hill Fame, um, which, you know, I love that show. I love all of those teen shows as we've established. And (laughs) she, I've kind of like followed her. She's become really uh, into kind of advocacy and the nonprofit world. She's like really jumped into that stuff and politics, all those things. So I've kind of kept up with her. And recently she got married and it was this very sweet story of she married someone she'd been friends with for like 10 years and she was very public about her past relationships and all the therapy she had done. And she basically like looked over one day and was just like, oh, is it supposed to be this easy? This person is my person and he's been in front of me the whole time. So this beautiful story. Also, they're just beautiful people. Their engagement photos were insane, like Mm -hmm. on like Como and this boat and blah, blah, blah. Then they had this wedding and Oklahoma, that was very thoughtful to the community and had all these, you know, nonprofit pieces. Her dress is the most stunning dress I've ever seen. Whatever. I think I got very attached because she's a little bit older and she's had a career and established herself. And I, if I'm being honest, I think there was a piece of me that was really rooting for her to also root for myself. And absolutely being like, okay, she's done some really hard work to get to this place. And I feel like I've been very intentional about like waiting until it felt the right, like the right time and making choices in my life to be like, I'm not ready for that yet. And so I was kind of feeling akin to her in that way. And then being like, okay, I hope that one day I am going to be ready. And I can like confidently make this choice and choose to do this thing because I haven't chosen it yet. Anyway, they were married for 13 months and all of a sudden got a divorce and no one knows why. And it's very shocking. And the only rumor is that it's nuclear and no repair and came out of nowhere.
0: Oh my gosh. I okay. I actually didn't even know they had gotten divorced. I'm hearing this in new information right now. I'm, I was like, where's this story going? Cause I love them too. What? Yeah. Wait,
1: what? I so how know. did you even know they got divorced? So it's, in the news. Oh my gosh. I know. And then there's like really no information about it. And the only thing like Dumbo, that celebrity gossip thing that I follow is like the only information we've been able to get is that like something specific happened and there's no going back and Sophia filed. Ugh,
0: and doesn't that make you sick inside? Cause there's definitely a part of me, the ugly part that's like, I want to know why, why do I want to know why? I think because then I can go, okay, right. That won't happen to me. Yes. Like that won't be my story. But then it's like, why must we pry? It's not, it's not of our business, but you want to know because- Oh and my like gosh
1: that's awful. The commitment phobe in me, you know, I have a very hard time like thinking about long term in that way and I'm like I knew it. I knew Ugh. that this thing couldn't be as good as it made it seem because it never is. And then the therapy oh. part of me is like, right because nothing is a fairy tale and that's all the work that you've been doing and you're not going to sign up for a fairy tale. You're going to sign up for something very honest and open and you know what you're committing to. But I did have a part of me that was like, I freaking knew it. Like, I hate that. I know. So anyway, as our friend Jordan says, they really have a chokehold on me and I can't stop thinking about them and trying to find information about them. So anyway, Sophia, girl, we love you. We're rooting for you. Oh, Totally. I hope
0: you're okay. I and know. Just feel like and some love. Oh. I know. Or maybe she's just freaking thriving and was like, I deserve better. Right. And you know, it's also, I think my brain goes to, oh, that's so sad. It's like, it might be the best thing ever. I know. Just when it makes no sense on the outside based on what we've seen, it feels how, like, how could this not be sad? How could she not be heartbroken? But anyway, however you're yeah. feeling. We support you and love you.
1: I know. So that was kind of a downer, <laughs> but yeah. What's your hyperfixation? Is it more uplifting? Okay.
0: Well, it is, but it's also hilarious because <laughs> it seems really dumb now. <laughs> but I am hyperfixating on chocolate
1: croissants. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> this is what we need. Bring it up, baby. Oh, this, this is what we need. Okay.
0: Here's the thing. There are bakeries every other store around me, and they're all selling fresh, delicious, flaky, Mm. buttery chocolate croissants. And I mean, I'm gonna have to slow down just for so many reasons. But um, not yet, though. Not yet, though. You know, it's just a special treat that I like to allow myself and my children. We got one while waiting for our friends getting to Ikea today. Like it's just it's bringing me joy. And it's making me feel like I live in Europe. Mm -hmm. So the thing I've realized is that berlin is a city i mean uh we have been walking down the streets going this feels like new right. york Why are like it doesn't quite feel like europe until you get more on the outskirts and when we went to that smaller town last weekend we sat on a pedestrian street and had lunch with under umbrellas and it was it felt so much more european so i think the chocolate croissant thing or just the bakery thing is like like help it giving me a sense of home mm-hmm. here because also back back in the States, I would buy, have you ever gotten from Trader Joe's? They have in the freezer section. Oh my gosh. I'll get that. Don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. In the the freezer section, they have a box of frozen chocolate croissants. So word to the wise, read the instructions because you have to let them thaw overnight the night before. The first time my mom and I actually made them and didn't read that. And they were like, (laughs) <laughs> two inches tall. <laughs> when, we, when we baked them, we we're like, oh, right. They have to thaw. And then they thaw out and they bake up and rise mm. and become the most beautiful, full, flaky things you've ever seen. So I've always been obsessed with this, but now that I can get it from the real deal, I mean, right. you can get those at Starbucks. I get it. It just feels European. It's different. And like I said, it's making me feel like this is my home and- I am obsessed with it. So that's what I I am hyper on. So go get you some Trader Joe's chocolate croissants and sit on some cobblestone and think of me.
1: Okay. This is a weird thing about chocolate croissants. And this makes me feel very American because I agree. Every time I'm in Europe, I'm like, well, I get to eat as many chocolate croissants as I want because I'm in Europe. Mm -hmm. You know how they, the chocolate that they use are those like basically little sticks that they wrap up in there? Mm Mm-hmm. It's not spreading throughout the croissant as much as I want it to. I want it to be packed with chocolate.
0: Yes. You have to find the right bakery. Okay. Because it is. Some of them are really chintzy about it, and you only get chocolate on some bites. Mm -hmm. In fact, we even... We even bought like fresh croissant dough the other day and then I spread Nutella on yes. the dough and wrapped it up.
1: I oh mean, my god. god. I'm so hungry right
0: now. Uh, right, me too. But um yeah, you have to find the right place. But some of them are chintsi, some of them are you get chocolate running down the sides of your cheeks. If I don't have mm. hot chocolate running down the sides of my cheeks, it wasn't it wasn't my best go. So I don't want it. I don't want it. Don't waste my time or calories, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> But yeah, I am loving it. So little taste of my new home and also realizing I'm not on vacation. I, I can't know. eat like this all the time. So having to limit myself and enjoy it in small increments, but that is what I'm obsessed with right now. And I so. feel like
1: you'll settle in. You're is it a month yet? No. Yeah. Not even. So I'm like, whatever. Yeah, yeah. You got a grace period. Yeah. Although I'm the totally. best at giving myself grace periods. So don't come to me.
0: I mean, I I'll celebrate anything. I'll celebrate anything you want with anything. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I took my kids to Ikea today, and no one died. I think I deserve a chocolate croissant. (laughs) A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Anyway, we better go. But Love you so much. See you next week. Bye. Love you, too. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Everyday Humiliating Moments and I wish it was sponsored by Fort Collins Heating and Air. Please expand your services to Germany. Thanks for listening.